Sure, you may be able to hear just how crispy the McDonald's crispy, juicy, tender chicken sandwich is. But that's just the beginning. The full crispy, juicy, tender experience comes after you take your first bite. But why stop there? Order ahead on the app and get medium fries and soft drink for free. Now that's a deal that tastes even better than it sounds. Valid 830 to 919, 1011 to 1031 and 1122 to 1221. Valid one time per week. McDonald's app download and registration required. The opinions expressed on this webmasterradio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers and do not reflect Welcome to SEO 101, your introductory course on search engine optimization. So, turn on your computers, open your minds, grab your mouse, and get ready to get back to the basics. SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm is now in session. Hello and welcome to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. This is Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my co-host is John Carcutt, the SEO manager for MediaWiz. Hey, John, how are you? I'm doing great, Ross, man. How are you? It's Thanksgiving. Yeah, it's still got like a month to go before I get to do the turkey Thanksgiving thing. Oh, <laughs> see, I, I think we got a little better because then I think I might get turkeyed out in December. Like you guys get November and then you get December. I don't know. Yeah. It's nice having a little break. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we get to do Halloween first, so we get the candy, we get the candy rush, and then the turkey, like uh, make you sleep turkey, and then you get Christmas, so it all works out. That's true. So I get turkey, and then I get sugar rush, and then I get a nice break to uh, yeah. make myself feel all cleansed and everything, and then I destroy it all at Christmas. And don't forget the New Year's hangover. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I've got kids. Remember, <laughs> or a baby? I don't go anywhere. <laughs> yeah, you, you know what they're doing? Just uh, I know this is totally off topic from the show, but in Halloween around my house, when I take the kids around, the the people that are passing out candy have Jello shots and beer for the parents. So you take your kids around, and you get drunk by the time you're done. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> oh my god! Pretty soon, every costume's good. <laughs> yes. Well, look at that one. That's cute. That's your wife. Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, excuse, excuse me, everyone. I've got a bit of a cold still, but uh, doing much better, thankfully. Damn, cold season's been pretty nasty. But, um, well, let's stick to our trade and just uh, get going here. I like uh, getting into the questions. What we're going to do uh, today was, uh, John and I talked about it, do more of these SEO questions. We have a heck of a list, so why not? We figure it's probably helping you guys. We haven't heard otherwise. So um, why don't you leave, John? I know you had a question you wanted to get into first right off. Yeah. There's always some fun ones in here. Um, this actually came up with to me with a client today. Um, what position goals is my site is well optimized, but I don't have any rankings. What's going on? Well, first of all, you're using web position gold. <laughs> That's not a good <laughs> idea to begin with. For a number of reasons, um, <coughs> excuse me, I have to cough as well. Um, one, uh, web position gold is specifically called out by um, Google and possibly the other engines as a program not to use um, in their guidelines. They say don't use automated programs such as web position gold. Um, so that's that's a big red flag for me right there. Um, second, about six eight months, maybe a little bit longer ago, there was a some some 
a lot of people started complaining that web position goal wasn't working for them. Apparently, Google in particular found a way to keep web position goal off of their IPs and off their servers. So if you're using web position goal, you're probably not able to access Google very well at all anymore. Yeah, isn't it fun? And then lastly, this particular question is, you know, web position gold has a feature where they'll tell you if your site is optimized. Um, the automated optimization rules are very sketchy to begin with, but um, if they're not, their tool is not allowed to access Google, how are they going to go in and see how well your site is optimized for those engines? So to me, just the fact that you're using your tool, that tool is bad. And I think we covered this last time as well, Ross, you know, automated tools for, for SEO you know, you have to, no matter what, you have to do some custom work. You have to look at it yourself. A tool such as Web Position Goal is not going to tell you if your site is optimized because there's so many things it can't even analyze. Yeah, and frankly, what it's looking at is is so basic you could do it yourself anyway and do it much better. Right. Um, I, I mean, even the days when perhaps it might have helped a little bit because it did make things a little easier, and this is a long time ago, Um you still could have done it better yourself, so just don't worry about it. Um, and, you know, when it comes down to the web ranking reports, uh, the way Google's doing GOIPing, in other words, where essentially they are saying um, where you do a search, you're going to get different results than someone who's in a different locale. Um, it doesn't always happen that way, but it's it's happening enough now that uh, the ranking reports from, from my web, web, web position are getting a little bit well, useless. Um, unfortunately, we still have to use them occasionally. You know, it's against Google's conventions, but we've had to for some clients mm-hmm. who do, do need the tracking reports and and the ranking reports. And, and you know, they're very content, even though we've told them that this is something that isn't necessarily one hundred percent accurate. But right. and I, for for myself, I try really hard at the beginning to make sure that that people understand that the rankings are not necessarily the best measurement of how well you're doing. And you know, for that, that you know, personalized search is one way they change rankings. But they change rankings based on where you're at. You can see different rankings depending on which data center at Google you happen to be hitting at the time. So there's a number of reasons why rankings can be different from place to place, which means they're not a really good metric to determine success. Um, there's much better ways to determine whether your your SEO is being valuable. I mean, look at the amount of traffic you're bringing in. Look at the conversions you're getting from organic traffic. You know. Those are the real measurements of success, you know, based on whatever the goals of your site are. Rankings are great. It's nice to have them. It's nice to say, look, I'm number one for this. But you might be number one for you, but you might not be number one for me. Breeze up an interesting point that I, I've actually been debating uh, with a number of people. I think we even talked about it at one point. Guarantees. And I'm not talking about the standard, oh, we'll guarantee a top, ten, top one ranking. Well, number one ranking, well, that's crazy anyway. I mean, most of the time, especially when they say in two or three days, generally they're paying for it. Um, <laughs> if they're not, they're just, well, full of it. But what yeah. I'm actually talking about is um, from a, a, a web marketing company's point of view, I mean, I don't know about you, but I'm always asked, can you provide a guarantee? I'm always asked about that. And <laughs> and I struggle with it because I want to. I wish I could. Um, a lot of times I can't. Um, in some cases, they've got such a low requirement that okay, I can do something for you, but really, that's maybe one percent. Now, what I'm getting to here is one thing that we had considered after guarantee for, and we're, we're considering it, and I think it might be where things are going. Is um, all right, we're going to guarantee that we can 
um, increase these particular metrics on your site. So we're more analytics-based than ranking-based because, frankly, my statement is to clients, do you really care what ranking you're going to get if we increase your sales? I mean, does that does a ranking matter? It doesn't. Yeah. Mostly, it's it's the ego. I mean, really, um, they see their competitors above them. They get furious and understand well, to some degree, understandably. But if we're getting the rankings, same price, you know, there's no difference. Or we're not getting rankings. We're getting the uh, the sales for them. Well, that's a good thing. A lot of stuff gets tied into that. Have you ever considered anything like that, or do you do anything like that yourself, John? It's amazing that you brought this up because literally um, yesterday. I finished a report for our CEO. He had asked me the question is, is there a way we can do performance-based pricing for SEO? So which is technically saying we get paid if we perform, which is kind of like a guarantee. It's like, okay, you know, you'll get paid if you do X, Y, Z. And the, 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 the final, you know, analysis that I came up with was um, twofold. Um, one, you know, basically I said, no, we should not do that. Um, and the reasons were, <coughs> excuse me, one is that, rank, and he was talking basically rankings. Um, so, again, we went over, I went over the same thing that you just discussed where, where rankings are not necessarily the best metric. They're fluctuating due to personal search and geotargeting or geotargeted results. There's lots of things that, that make rankings not a good performance metric. And the other thing I told him was, that you know, with a higher end client or even with smaller clients, they have business decisions that they have to make that override SEO. And I understand that, and all good SEOs will understand that business decisions most of the time should and will trump SEO if you know if the the client understands the results of that decision. So, in a lot of cases, if let's say I want to do um, X, Y, and Z to the site. But the, the client says, no, we can't do X, Y, and Z because it has impact on our brand and how we're trying to structure our brand. Okay, okay, that's fine. That's a business decision, and I understand that. But now that impacts my ability to get paid because now I know I'm not going to perform as well in search because I can't do X, Y, and Z because of their brand. Now I'm not going to get paid as much or I'm not going to have the performance that I know I could get. So the performance-based pricing is impacted by things out of my control. Mm-hmm. So that's the reason I pretty much recommend that we don't do that kind of thing. And it's the same thing with guarantees. If you offer some kind of guarantee, you've got to have have it in your mind that the client's going to do something that's going to impact that guarantee, whether you want them to or not. I was going to say, I did hear a story um, about one company that tried to do this performance-based, but they had a caveat. They said, if you want us to do performance-based or guarantee our results, you have to give us 100% control over your website. We can change anything, add anything, do anything we want to your website. If you allow us to do that, then we will agree to this performance guarantee. <laughs> and good luck on that one. Yeah, and most clients will say, oh, no, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know, to some degree, that's just impossible, and I can even imagine the contract. See, that's the thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, being in, in international, working with so many international companies, how do we do that? I mean, there's just no way we can create a contract that's going to have that kind of uh, intensity where you're also not going to drive a client away because it's 40 pages long. Um, exactly. <laughs> so... It's it's interesting because I really wanted to do it with a few clients. See, I'd only do it. I'd be very choosy, first of all. I'm ninety. Well, all of our clients don't have any guarantees like that. We just do good business, so they keep coming back. I mean, that's that's how we right. keep afloat. It's Thirteen years, okay. you know. Yeah, um, and there's a difference between goals and guarantees. 
So if you set really defined goals in the beginning and you make sure that the client's expectations are set along with your expectations to the same towards these goals, then you should be fine. There's no reason to offer a guarantee because you're both shooting towards the same result anyway. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, we're going to take a quick break and we come back. I think I might just have something else to add to this. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know their SEO experts. But did you know they can help you with PVC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Are you happy with your landing page performance? Discover how to improve your landing page performance with ConversionCritic.com. Brought to you by Engine Ready. Turn your underperforming landing pages into cost-effective sales-producing machines. Be sure you're not wasting your precious PPC budget. Conversion Critic tools give you the ingredients to create high converting landing pages. You don't have to be an expert to use Engine Ready's Conversion Critic tools, but you'll feel like a landing page pro. Take the guesswork out of increasing your conversion rate. Visit conversioncritic.com and boost your conversion rate for free. That's www.conversioncritic.com. Hey, have you got that number for Jerry's Pizza? Look it up on LocalPages.com. LocalPages.com. Well, what if I wanted a business number in Miami? LocalPages.com. Can people find your business online? Be seen with LocalPages.com on every local listing in all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, MSN, and Ask. With over 6 billion quality searches a month and bids starting as low as one cent, get connected with local consumers at the exact moment that they're looking for you. San Francisco, Green Bay, London. I told you. LocalPages.com. List your business on LocalPages.com now and get $100 in free local advertising. LocalPages.com, bringing your neighborhood to you. Life Tips. Making your life smarter, better, faster, wiser. Wednesdays at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific. Or on demand anytime inside the entertainment channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Okay, class. Take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm with John Carcutt, SEO Manager for MediaWiz, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. Before the break, we were discussing uh, SEO guarantees and uh, I was just wondering how, if it could be done, how it would be done and, and all this. It's, I, I think it's on John and I's radar quite often and, and I think it was something interesting to bring up. Now in my case I think there may be a place for it in very select circumstances where like for example I've got some clients who I've worked with for years who um, it may well from a purely business perspective it may be better for me to do this because I can go to the client look I'm prepared to extend myself a little bit here you're going to pay a lot less for services you get but we're going to tie some performance guarantees, so we're going to do that much more for you. Um, it's not that we're doing anything better than we did before. It's that we're going to be expanding our services to do this much more for their site, and we're making it cost-effective. Otherwise, we'd have to charge so much more money. I don't know. I, that's one thought. 
Uh, well, and, and what I recommend, what I recommended was that instead of offering a guarantee, offer offer to build in bonus structure to the to the project. So you reduce the upfront cost to the client so it, it might not cost as much however you set some aggressive goals and if you meet those aggressive goals you get bonus above and beyond the original cost of the contract that way they can feel like you're going to you're going to be doing you know you're going to be busting your, your butt to get it done to meet those goals to get your bonus at the same time they also feel good because they're not paying as much up front yeah but then you've also got to be careful too that you're in a position where um, you're not going to get sabotaged accidentally by the client too, very true. Very true. Meeting those goals, so but, yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's a slippery slope. I, but I I just I wish I could figure out the, the happy solution for it. And maybe it's just that you know you make a lot of money sometimes, maybe you don't. The clients are are super happy sometimes, and some, sometimes they're not. See, that's where I'm not comfortable with. I don't want you know. I just want to be happy, go home, have a good sleep, know that the clients are happy, and and move on. But anyways, I, I we probably killed this one. I, I love it. I think it's an interesting topic, of course, from our perspective, but our listeners want to know more about SEO. <laughs> so <laughs> let's go back to our Google wave. <laughs> uh, John, and I wrote Google wave. So we're using Google wave to do our lists here. How would I pick the next one? Right? Go for it. Um, ah, if I hide text behind an image, is that good for SEO or bad for SEO? So, hiding text behind an image. First word is hide. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you think, okay, why are you hiding it? <laughs> um, yeah, always check your um, the reasons. You know, why are you doing this? Is it to, you know, are you trying to scam Google? Um, first of all, if, if that's the case, then backtrack. Don't do it. It's just not worth it because... Uh, it's not the kind of thing you want to get caught for. Now, I have heard of instances where people have done that um, for purposes of um, uh, accessibility. Although I don't know whether or not it's very—I uh, don't know—a very good, a very good argument. What's your thought on that, John? Yeah, for accessibility, that's that's what the alt tag's for. I mean, if you want yeah. to add accessibility to an image, that's what the alt tag is there for. Pardon, pardon, pardon me, John. Alt attribute. Oh, yes, you're right. And, and I, I also complain about that to people, so I got caught in my own trap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, you know, if you if you see, uh, if, you, if you get tempted to put uh, anything hidden behind an image, don't don't bother. It is, it's not worth a while. Now, some of the times people have, that I've run across, they do that because they want to incorporate text with a background image or have some fancy font. So they want it to be very visual pleasing, but they want the engines to be able to read it. So they put the text behind there. Um, I would step back a little bit from the, the visual aesthetics of that graphic. The holidays are doubly important this year, so make your celebrations doubly special. At Kroger, we've got a huge selection of high-quality meats on top of fresh, natural produce, like fresh, never-frozen prime-grade beef and our Simple Truth Organic Brussels sprouts, or delicious king crab legs with our private selection gourmet potatoes. Whew, had to say that doubly fast. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone. And think it's much better if you take the like the background image and you put your text on top of it. And you using layers, just you give up being able to use stylized text, but then you can figure in the background image, you can still do some of that positioning with style sheets and you put your text on top of the image and then you get best of both worlds. Well, almost the best of the design, but definitely the best of the SEO. 
Well, and with design these days, you can go um, to a whole new level. Of course, you're, you're talking more money here, but you can get some experience with photography with CSS and do some wild stuff. Oh, that's very uh, true. Um, it's just beyond my comprehension, frankly, but there's some pretty amazing things that we can be done. Um, I, know, I know CSS5 is getting ready to come out with HTML5, and I haven't read a lot about it, but I wouldn't be a bit surprised if there's a lot more font control in, involved in that than we have currently as well. Yeah, I'm getting this message right now from Google Wave that it kind of mirrors my mind um, on a given day. The Wave is experiencing some slight turbulence and may explode. If you don't want to explode, please reopen the Wave. <laughs> wow. That's sort of how I feel with overload. <laughs> you know, there's so much we could be reading. There's so much. Ah. Anyway, <laughs> my, first, That's my first error from Google Wave. I'm in the same wave, and I'm not getting it, so that's interesting. <laughs> um, okay, go for it. Next one. Um, I love this question because I have a cool little story I love to tell when this question comes up. Um, what site structure should I use when building my new website to assure rankings? Um, it's it's actually a very great, great question. If you get somebody that asks it before they start building your site, Praise them up and down because you want them to be your client because they actually understand a little bit of the of how this whole process is supposed to work. Most of the time, they ask you that once the site's built. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it's great if they ask it before they build the site. Um, but the the what I used to tell people when we're talking about that site structure and architecture and how it ties into search is that there's really, in my mind, there's three phases of search activity, search behavior. People will come into a search engine with this very generic type of search. I need I need some shoes, and they type in shoes, and it's a very generic term. You know, millions and millions of results, and it's really just the, they're a generic search basically. The second phase is research. So I know I need, I know I need some shoes, but I'm going to be playing some some tennis. So I, actually, I need tennis shoes. Now I'm going to dig in and figure out what's going on with these tennis shoes and which ones are best. So those types are research terms and research behavior when they're doing search, and they're in there, they're looking for more information. They're really digging in to doing their research. And the final phase is the action phase. They're ready to buy it. They know exactly which brand of tennis shoe they want. They know exactly what size they're wearing. What they're doing is now they're looking for who has the best price, um, who has the free shipping. They're, they're ready to buy. They're, they're, they're wanting to push the button. They're wanting their tennis shoes so they can go out and play tennis tomorrow. That ties directly into your site architecture, those three phases. Those very generic searches, shoes are your top-level pages. Usually your home page is going to be the very generic topic of what your site's about. The research phase, that's going to be the categories, the subdivisions, the sections of your site so they know, you know they can dig in and find out more information about what they're looking for. And that last phase, that, that, that action phase, those are going to be the deepest level pages of your site where you're talking about very specific things, very specific topics, exactly what people are searching for. And it's, it's an interesting um, – the way it works is you get the generic phrases, have tons and tons of traffic, very few conversions. But those those long tail or action phrases are don't have that much traffic, but they convert like crazy. And that middle section is where you're building trust and authority. So when they're doing the research, they're remembering your name. These are the people that taught me what I need to know. They're more likely to come back and, and convert on the action phase. So as you're building out your site structure, you think generic category and then deep deep long long tail. Wow, that's awesome, man! I like that, and uh, I'm gonna. Chime in in a second, right after we take our second break. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. 
Does your website need a bailout? Looking for a conversion rate stimulus package? Do you need a website improvement to-do list? On Target, a subscription service from Future Now and Brian Eisenberg monitors your website 24-7, analyzing the actions of every potential customer. It gives you a to-do list. It tells you exactly what to fix and how to fix it so that more of your visitors do what you need them to do. On Target pricing starts at $1,000 a month. See more at futurenowinc.com slash on target. I'm Brian Eisenberg, and I approve this message. How do you choose the right affiliate network to partner with? The answer is simple. MarketHealth.com, where health and wealth connect. Established in 1998, the MarketHealth.com affiliate network allows you to market and promote the world's leading health and beauty offers on the net. Start making recurring income and the highest payouts in our industry. Choose from over 50 of the hottest selling offers, ranging from herbal supplements, skincare, vitamins, beauty products, weight loss, and much more. Sign up for free at MarketHealth.com and start making money today. Want to learn the biggest asset to driving online success? Let me introduce you to my expert advisor, PixelSilk. PixelSilk is a robust content management system built on a foundation to create online marketing success. It's the only content management system that offers keyword-specific SEO advice, can integrate with your shopping cart system, and offer multi-site management. PixelSilk frees my time while making my company's website easy to manage and promote. Even better, PixelSilk has been embraced by the SEO community. I'm Bruce Clay, and PixelSilk is the first CMS I have ever felt good about recommending. With this winning combination, we have all the tools we need. PixelSilk.com, the ultimate in SEO-driven CMS. Saddle up with the Search Cowboys. Thursdays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the International Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session, only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 with John Kirkut. Uh, SEO manager for MediaWiz and Ross Dunn. That's uh, myself, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing Inc. Okay, and the last break, uh, or before the break, uh, John was talking about uh, site structure, how to make sure you can, well, how to build a proper site structure to assure rankings. Sorry, I'm jumping all over the place because I got too many windows open. Okay, <laughs> so from my perspective, uh, I, I, I love that. That analogy used was perfect it should be one of the uh the hits one of the hits we should have that in there is the, 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 the top things we've said that's a really good one i like it uh, um the way i i think of that when I, I hear that i think that's that's perfect it makes a lot of sense to everyone i always sort of thought of it as it's so similar to reading a book you know you open it up there's the table of contents that's kind of like the home page you know i mean i realize it's kind of like a site map too but it's just, it's it's you go to the home page you get a general idea what the site the, the things about it could be even the introduction um or the forward whatever you want to call it and then after that you get into it you can see the uh, the, uh yeah okay getting this all mixed up so you start off with the forward then you see the table of contents let's say that way and then you can then jump down into the main areas and you get an introduction about each one and then you break it down into more detail it it just it all it just—it's very logical. That's what I like about it, and, and it's—you know—if it's logical, it makes sense. The search engines will like it because they're logic-oriented. Wouldn't you right. agree? Definitely, definitely. And those kind of structures also help when you're talking about 
you know, internal ranking structure, internal linking structure, I'm sorry, of the site passes relevancy, just like any other links will pass relevancy, your internal links pass relevancy too. So if you if you structure your site, so a lot of people call it siloing, so only sections of the site talk about different topics. There's there's debates for and against siloing, but it's still relevancy. If If you're passing relevancy from link to link deeper down into your page, each one of those links as you drill down is going to pick up more of, a, of the same type of relevancy or tens of relevancy. Hmm. So from a structure standpoint, I think that's also important. Right. Yeah. I mean, links are critical to your site. And this is all stuff you should be thinking about before you even talk to a web designer, in my opinion, um, which is actually why I, I'm deciding to make that my focus these days. I'm working with clients trying to catch them before they even go to the designer. They say, I want to talk. I want a website. That's when I go, okay, let's stop. <laughs> and I'm just plan everything out. And then, only then, once you've got this beautiful layout, it's kind of like having a blueprint from an architect. They take it to the construction. Well, I'm going to take it at that point with the client in hand to the designer and make sure they understand everything in terms that, in words they understand. So there's often miscommunications. You know, there's a lot that can happen that can go wrong when you're doing a website and, and uh, so I'm trying to help them understand that but, uh, and a, lot, a, lot, a lot of times the first thing a designer will hand over is wireframes and wireframes are great but that should be the second step not the first, the first step should be that architecture what's, what's my taxonomy look like what does the outline of my site look like so you can look at you know, how is the content organized from a topic and, and structured and, and relevancy standpoint before you even start looking at wireframes the funny thing is, um, well, not so funny because we end up getting with these websites in the end, but the, par- the problem is a lot of these people aren't thinking right before even all of that what their goal is for the website or goals. Like expectations and goals are key to how a site's going to be designed, what content's going to be on it, um, ultimately where you want a person to go when they go to the site for driving traffic or conversions or whatever you're trying to do, conversions, calls, anything like that. So, you know, think ahead. Think a lot ahead. One of my clients recently, I I, I, um, I feel like a teacher when I'm doing this, but essentially I told her, no, let's just stop right now. Uh, You need to get this book and you need to do it completely from back to front. You need to do all the exercises and it's the one-page business plan. It rocks it will make you totally clarify what you want to do and she found it amazing it was hard work i mean it always is when you're looking at what you want to do a lot of us get so excited about our new projects our new websites we don't think about what needs to be in it and what it, it, it's supposed to do for our business and and we end up yeah. with these sites that come to seo companies you know like john and my my myself here and, and we go uh what are you trying to do? What are your targets? And we start throwing these at them, and they, they, they'll say, well, I want we're top ranking for cars. You know, I think this and this. And, and it's like, whoa, no. This isn't the, – you know, the expectations are way out, out of the league. So you also have to run those by people. You know, are yeah. my expectations I, realistic? I can tell you a good story. Um, before, I was working at a company a few years ago, and we had a client come in, and – this is one of my favorite stories, by the way. He's, we're like, okay, what do you want to do with your site? And we start talking about it. So, so we start doing keyword research for him. Say, so what are your, what are your keywords you want to rank for? And the guy did custom doors and he, he did a lot of stuff for houses. And his primary keyword that he wanted to rank for was Windows. <gasps> and I'm like, have you talked to Bill Gates about this? <laughs> <laughs> 
because because you're going to have a tough time beating out all of Microsoft for your custom windows. And he he didn't even think of it. He had no idea that you're right. You know, there's there's a whole other subset of, of business that's going to go after the same keyword I'm looking at. So setting these things up are very important if you set up those expectations ahead of time. Yeah, very important. And and you know, ask for help from someone else. I, I, one of my favorite sayings is that you how, you can't read the label when you're inside the bottle. Um, yeah. You know, we get way too close to our businesses, so you need someone just to help you clarify things. Even your spouse, someone read this stuff to them. Uh, one of the things that I love about the one-page business plan is it makes you, it forces you in different steps to read aloud what you've said to someone and get their feedback. And then you take that feedback and you build it into phase two of this particular step. And it's important. Like, I, I, I've learned a lot. I'm slowly doing one right now because uh, I've got so much going on. But I, I want to do it for my this new push I'm doing to web design management to make sure people have these sites when they come out and they're perfect and they're ready to go and they're actually ready to market. They're not going to an SEO when the site's designed. No, it's done. It's ready to market. You know, this is the sort of stuff that, you know, we have to figure out how to get this stuff across. Yep. So, let's see. What's next here? There's, there's, a real quick, there's a real quick one we should do here. Um, the question was, some guy told me that my keyword meta tag is useless, but I don't believe him. Is it? Um, real easy answer is it is completely useless. <laughs> um, and, and actually, just the past week or so, um, Matt Cutts, the, the Google engineer who does a lot of decent videos on um, YouTube, put out a video specifically to say, no, we do not use the keyword meta tag in our algorithm. He says there's over 200 things. The keyword meta tag is not one of them. So without a doubt, very clear. One of the few times Google does come out and say something very clear. Keyword meta tag is not used. Hmm. Interesting. Now, Google's not the only game in town. So what about the True. Uh, Bing is a question mark because I haven't really done research, but um, Microsoft previously did not use it. Yahoo does not use it in their in their organic search algorithm at all, but apparently there's some other things they use it for occasionally, but they're not real clear on what, but it's not the organic search. So the three big guys for for organic search do not worry about the keyword meta tag. And there is one caveat to that, I would say. They will use it if you're stuffing it and trying to spam it. They will flag you for it. <laughs> <laughs> so in that so case, yes. Helpful, but it. it might hurt you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, before we tie things up here, one thing I like to say is, is I, I I agree. Like I I leave it to the very last thing. The only time I ever use the keyword meta tag is just well, th- there is no harm in putting misspellings in there, some bafflegab jargon from your industry. Just what the hell? I mean, I, I suppose you could do better things with your time, but when it comes right down to what I'm doing, I'm at a, the, the description and the description tags for each page, I just go quickly and just drop in some misspellings and stuff in there. There are other search engines yeah. out there, and frankly, I don't see why Google should ignore it. There are well, good keyword tags that can help. So you mentioned the, the description tag. Description tag is very valuable. Do not yes. leave that out. Definitely make sure that, that you have a unique description on every page. Um, the, for, as far as the keyword, I understand what you're saying, Ross, but when you have X amount of time and I, people are paying me X amount of dollars, I want them to get the most value for their money. Unless I'm just really bored and don't have anything to do, I'm not going to even look at the keywords <laughs> by the tag. 
Yeah. I'm using things like WordPress where headspace is there. I can literally just go below and just tick, 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 and then just add going on the description tag. And this is no, it's no pain. It's no time. Um, and yeah, I I really do believe there's an argument. There's no reason to block it completely. And no, no, speaking of WordPress, there is what I, what I have done in that same case is the tags in WordPress and social media, when you tag stuff, those are very valuable. And I like, the tags when you're tagging something WordPress is very good, but it's really, really easy to cut and paste those tags into the keyword meta tag. So that is a case where, yeah, that's like two seconds and that's easy to do because um, okay. you're already creating those tags anyway. Cool. Well, on behalf of myself, Rostan, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and John Carcut, SEO manager for MediaWiz, we'd like to thank you for coming today. And we're going to add our Twitter IDs again to, uh, you know, hopefully. We can connect with you online, and you can ask us some questions. Mine's Ross Dunn, R-O-S-S-D-U-N-N. And uh, here's John. Mine's uh, at John Karka, J-O-H-N-C-A-R-C-U-T-T, double T. Great. And don't forget our face, our, our form um, on um, webmasterradio.fm. You can go in there and chat and ask questions. Um, you can also email Brasco at webmasterradio.fm. That's Brasco, B-R-A-S-C-O at webmasterradio.fm. Any questions you have for the SEO 101 crew here, and uh, we'll do our best to answer it for you in the next show. Yeah, so, and our, our, shows are every, our shows are every Monday. At, so 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific. You guys can tune in and listen to them live on the radio or download them at Apple, iTunes. Thanks, guys. Have a great uh, long weekend for those in Canada who are enjoying their Thanksgiving. And, uh, John, have your great normal weekend. Yes. <laughs> Send me some turkey, Ross. (laughs) (laughs) Bye, everybody. Bye.